Holy cow. It's the Football is Life podcast. I'm back. Did you miss me? Eric, did you miss me? Huh? Oh, did, did I miss you? I thought you were asking the audience. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if oh. I want to ask the audience. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Our huge audience. Man, we got a fan base. Holy that crap. consists of Drake. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> It's me. I, I I didn't hear anything. Just I only heard from you. No one else messaged me or, or said anything on the chat. I wonder how many people caught that at the end of last week's episode. The little I hope they did. Me. It's hope, wonderful. Yeah, if, if you didn't, just go back, listen to the last five ten ten. Blah, choking on pretzel. How's it going? Here. Five ten seconds, and uh, you'll hear a little jewel. It's probably not a pretzel, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot so are you watching the thursday night game how's that going i've been watching more than you have surprisingly and uh it is just as advertised it's a clown fiesta and just when i thought marcus Mariota could not be any crappier he proves me wrong over and over again <laughs> the guy cannot <laughs> read a blitz he can't hit an open receiver that's sitting five yards away for a screen like, there's useless, absolutely useless. What happened to him? Uh, he got so beat up that now he's scared for his life. That's probably what happened. Probably the hippies in Oregon. The hippies in Oregon. Does things to you. Okay, what do, what do we got going on in this episode, Noah? Oh, we're going to talk about what happened last week a little bit, our surprises, and then what's coming up this week, our favorite matchup, and possibly upsets so but i think it's been pretty good so far other than you taking a giant dump week one have you uh, recovered from that you know i t- i took a massive dump week one it felt great though cleared the pipes and uh week two i went three and zero in all my leagues so uh, i'm feeling pretty good now we're okay we're okay. Okay, we're okay because uh people were giving you a hard time on the chat after week one and you were kind of disappeared you said you're with family but uh i don't buy it i don't <laughs> buy it i only spent the whole weekend with my uh my in-laws in seattle but nope you, you were weeping you were weeping i was i was in crying. shame dude it was bad it was real i i finished below de young so whenever yeah. that happens it's bad and it would have been even worse if you would have been harping on de young all week yeah yeah no, that been worse. It's exactly hey what hey did. I told him. I apologized. I said I was wrong. I manned up. You know what? I rebounded. I rebounded. DeYoung sucked this week. So it's all good. Life is back the way it should be. I'm finishing 40 points higher than he is. And that's that's <laughs> feeling good. So You knew that very fast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so now uh, all, all, is, all is well. Yeah, itchy doing? butt, stinky finger. Itchy butt, stinky finger. Man, what was my butt do? itchy week one. Wow. All right. Okay, let's start rolling. What do you got for us? Week two, what stuck out for you? What was a, a, a giant surprise for you? My surprise in a bad way, actually, was Dykstra. How his team just didn't show up. Um, yep. Aaron Rodgers has been just kind of underwhelming last year and this year. Um, I mean, although that could change, but CMC had a down week. Uh, Chubb and Adams still balled out, but Fuller, Brait, 
and Jacobs and Edelman both being underwhelming. Uh, yeah, his team just didn't show up. And, I mean, it's not like he had a bunch of guys on his bench that did amazing. I mean, Goodwin had 15-2, but that's really hard to predict with him. <laughs> and, you know, Allison did better than everyone thought. But, um, yeah, he just had a tough week where his team just didn't show up. I mean, just the way... I mean, Viss didn't even... Viss had a good week, but it wasn't a great week. But um, he still beat Dykstra by almost 20 points. So, Yeah, yeah. I agree 100%. I think... Like it was a very winnable matchup. If if your opponent doesn't score more than a hundred, then you you have the ability to win it. Like a hundred points should kind of be that that threshold you're aiming for. So it was a winnable matchup. It was a big one against Zach Viss, who we both think is going to be competing with Dykstra down the down the stretch here. And I agree. Like the fact that McCaffrey McCaffrey got like what thirty seven points the week one, and yeah. so. I think it was that, over 40. It might have been. And so you could definitely tell without that mainstay of just an absolute stallion, his team was suffering bad. And I think you nailed the the most important point is his bench has no – there's no hope on his bench really. Like Goodwin was the only guy that did much, but it was on three catches. I'm not looking to start Goodwin this week if, if I'm DeYoung. No. I mean, uh, Dykstra. And so – yeah, I think that's that's the most concerning part is when your team lays an egg and there's there's not much to look forward to on your bench either. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think yours is fantastic. I agree with it totally. What do you got? Uh, for me, mine will be a different note, different tune. I actually have Christian surprising me in a good way. And I'm shocked because, like I said, that 100-point threshold, if you hit 100 points – then you should be you should be pretty happy and looking to hopefully get a get a victory there, and yeah he gets 105 points he finished the third highest score for the week, out of all 12 teams which is fantastic, and it was just a collective performance by a lot of guys he didn't have that single player hitting 30 40 points, um, Josh Allen was the highest at 22, but and and like you said actually in the the pre show when we're when we're discussing. Deshaun Jackson gave him a big old goose egg zero. Yeah. And he still hits 105. So if, if you're Christian, you got to be excited that your team's competing and, and playing pretty well. Um, I will say it's kind of a bummer that he has a really good week and he's facing DeYoung, who put 61. Uh, usually when you, <laughs> when you throw out good weeks, you want it to be against a solid team to where you can narrowly beat them. Uh, but you know, a win is a win and you're going to take every W as they come. And I think there's a reason why myself and I'm guessing others, and I've heard a lot of other people talking about this guy. There's a reason why Josh Allen was someone that people were looking after, um, this off season because he's really good for fantasy. He is great for fantasy. Like I wouldn't want him in the fourth quarter to win me a game in a real nope. life game. But for fantasy, he's a I'd stud. rather have TJ. <laughs> I'd rather have <laughs> TJ. You can't smirk your way to a victory. That's just not possible. <laughs> now, I'll tell you who I don't want. I don't want Mitchell Trubisky. And you know who has him? DeYoung is sitting there with Mitchell Trubisky as a starter in week two. Get and bodied. Yikes. What? But 
I, I'm not gonna lie. The only person that I'm like happy smack talking is DeYoung. Like every time DeYoung goes on the chat and starts smack talking to everybody, it's the greatest thing in the world. And when he's hyping up Daniel Jones, yeah, man, man was I loving that. The legend himself. He even found a little little gif of him back in his Duke days in college. Yes. It part of me wants Daniel Jones to actually just ball out. Just I, destroy the league. I love DeYoung Smack Talk. It's the best. <laughs> it's the Speaking of Smack Talk, uh I played my wife this weekend, as you said on the pod last time. Yeah, it was my matchup by, of the week and by it was your a lonesome. Good one. Yeah, it was a good one. And I did win. And when I won, I told her to get bodied. And uh, she punched me right in the throat. So that was good. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. that probably wasn't good. At, good uh, Didn't go well. Yeah. Did Pun- not go well. The punch in the throat was pretty minimal for what I thought she was going to lay the smack down on. Oh, yeah. Um, that's 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 tender you know yeah you you got out pretty pretty good there yeah yeah all your limbs your fingers yeah now this is your your throat sounds okay it's not like (laughs) she didn't just collapse you so yeah that's a win not only did you win you got to smack talk and say get bodied and you didn't die so yeah (laughs) she did beat me she did beat me or yeah she did beat me in another league though but okay she doesn't she doesn't care about that one Mary Beth has uh, got some good self-control. I'll say She's that much. the best. <laughs> All right. Looking ahead, any other notes from week two, actually? Like anything that you thought that stuck out? Once um, again, for me, Drake. Drake just not performing like I was thinking he would this year. Yeah. And I honestly, you you had in the preseason, like Zach Avis was kind of your up-and-comer. Uh, where G money was mine and um, I thought he would do fine, but I didn't think he'd be two and zero right off the bat and playing pretty yeah. well. So kudos to yeah. this. We did, we did like the little predictions and he was a little low on my, on my ratings, but then he made a few big trades. And right after I sit on the next podcast that I think Zach is going to be a legit contender this year. And, uh, and he, so far he's proven it. He's one of the, yeah. I think there's what three teams that are two and zero. There's yep. Zach, you, and uh, Jay Cozier. So he's, oh, I'm 2-0? Uh, oh, I didn't. I had no idea. Yeah, shows how little <laughs> you know about fantasy football. You can't even keep track of your own, <laughs> your own score. It's all right. Even a broken clock tells the time right twice a day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that went screaming over your head. <laughs> no, it's just. Lame, or it was bro. just extremely lame. Yeah, yep. yeah. There you yep. go. Number two, my lord. By the way, I'm checking in on what? the on. That uh, was a Shrek joke. I my oh. my junior high kids absolutely love it. Okay, <laughs> we need to do we need to do like a drop where it's just crickets, or maybe we could just like have you put your mic outside and just crickets. There's plenty of that sound where this comes from. <laughs> Not All sure right, if I said that right keep, there, but no, let's keep it rolling. <laughs> what do you got for the matchup of the week? We agree on it. I think it's it's a pretty obvious one. Yep, real obvious. I think it's Drake and Mary Beth, Dejinja and Hudet Chica. Um, the win percentage is right at fifty fifty right now. Um, 
as a game's going on. Uh, Mary Beth has Derrick Henry and DJ Chark playing right now um, in the pitiful game. Um, although I do want to see Gardner Minshew play. He's the best. Um, that mustache. But, yeah, I mean, both have been kind of up and down for the first two weeks. And both have the potential to um, finish top three or four in the league, I think, with the talent they have. Um, it's always a possibility. Um, there's definitely a lot of risky plays, um, especially like Drake with Devonta Freeman, um, Mary Beth with CJ Uzoma. And, you know, also I think Curtis Samuel is pretty risky for Drake too, considering Cam Newton does not look like Cam Newton. <laughs> um, more like he's not even going to play Newton. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty bleak right now. So yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting combination of two teams and people who I know love to win <laughs> and you don't say, <laughs> but just a mixture of really risky plays, but studs as well. So yeah, I hear you. I, I think, yeah, I think this is going to go down the wire for me. Mary Beth is, is just going to be, I think all year. I'm not, I'm not as high on her as, as you are, but all year, I think she's just going to have that good high floor where yep. she's, I don't think she's ever going to have a week where her team just tanks. Right. That's just, that's just kind of how her team's constructed. But I also don't see unless like Juju or Kamara just go off in a game. Um, I don't really see her doing like a hundred and like 20 or 30 points very often either but drake is the opposite i think drake's team is either going to we've already seen it this year it's either going to absolutely tank and suck and mary beth is going to skate away with an easy win here where that safe floor that she's got is just going to breeze by or drake's going to have a guy like freeman or elliot alan uh, robinson alan robinson mccall hardman like those guys can all just take their game to the next level and get those massive point totals and and I'm I'm waiting for Drake to do it. I I don't know when he's gonna happen, but I'm just waiting for him to just destroy one of these weeks. Oh so, yeah. Well we'll see if it happens. Hopefully not against me. I don't know. I don't think I played Drake Drake for a couple weeks, but um yeah, I agree. I think this is gonna be the matchup that I'm gonna be looking at quite a bit. Um but what's more exciting than a close matchup? It's an upset. Heck so who yeah. do you got for me this week? I got. I'm going against my guy G Money. Yours, I got, yours is as yeah. an, an absolute shocker. Yep, I'm going with the young man. He's gonna Holy pull off an upset here. He is the gonna kid has already upset. been trash talking. Yep, he's gonna be one and two after this week. Put it on the board. He's got the ageless Frank Gore in there. He's got Tyrell Williams. <laughs> he's got flipping Terry McLaurin, who I love. But I'm ticked because I had the opportunity to maybe buy low on him a couple weeks before the season started, and me and him just couldn't agree, and now obviously the price would be much higher. But anyway, that goes without saying. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think he's got boomer bust guys, and so if he booms, he can take out G-Money. So Sanders is going to get a bigger workload. Gore is going to be the only back. Cooper and Williams can boom. Um, 
Randall Cobb is facing Miami, so anything can happen there. And then, like you said, Terry McLaurin's been been great. I I think it's it's just going to be if if enough guys can boom, if Daniel Jones can show up, and we will have to wait and see. If this happens, Noah, what a freaking prediction! Oh, put it on the board. No, the young wow. one and two. Uh, you and Young are gonna. <laughs> I, I'm actually like speechless right now. When you said that that this was gonna be it, I couldn't believe it. Wow. Well, how about this? Um, what? <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> okay, a more realistic upset, in my opinion. <laughs> Sorry, to Young, but a more realistic one for me is TJ versus Dykstra. Dykstra just came off of a little bit of a down week, and. I think it can happen again. The Packers are playing Denver. We'll see what they can do there. Um, Jarvis Landry hasn't been doing a whole lot. Chubb hasn't had any boom games. McCaffrey's coming off a rough one. Josh Jacobs is hurt. Like there's there's a lot of lot of things that can happen for for Dykstra to not score as high. And I think TJ TJ can do it. He's got he's got contenders. Dalvin Cook has been a monster this year. That is like a wet dream for for TJ. Holy nuts. That's his boy. That's insane for him. To have Dalvin Cook, he would probably pick him in the 101 in a redraft. What is a wet dream? I don't No idea. Never had one. (laughs) You don't want to rock a full load of laundry, am I right? Um. (laughs) And Leonard Fournette is off to a blazing That's start. That's the problem. We are this almost at halftime, and he has five carries for negative nine yards. That's Only you can do that, Mr. Fournette. Is This was my pick before the game started, and I'm looking now as the game is just about to hit halftime, and it is not looking good for Fournette. But they're up 14-0. Hopefully he'll get a crap ton of work in the second half. They'll just feed in the ball 20 times. And he can get he can hit ten points. That's the ultimate goal, but we will see. I actually, I'm a little bummed. I missed I missed out on this guy in a couple leagues, but I think Royce Freeman is going to have a huge game this week. Um, I think that he is slowly going to take away carries and touches from Philip Lindsay, and you're going to kind of see the tide switching there in in uh, in Denver. So I'm I actually with you. Happy. I'm actually with you on that one. I it's not though that I think that Freeman is better than Lindsay. I just think Freeman does better at handling more workload. Yeah. And I think, I think they're finding that, um, Philip Lindsay is more efficient when he's more of just the passing down back. Yep. So when he's just got the sparser touches to where he just gets the ball once every few touch, like every, every few snaps and yep. he just goes full board, takes it. He's slippery, but he just can't take the beating very Tariq Cohen like yeah yeah I actually yep. I think that's a an accurate comp I think he's a little bit bigger than Tariq Cohen and he's maybe not as good of a route runner and pass catcher but yeah I, uh, I yeah. agree he's like yeah. a poor man's Tariq Cohen which he's been another shocker of mine holy crap I thought he'd be I can't believe year. that he just Tariq Cohen just showed up did you see that story where he showed up to a fantasy draft no. and he he showed up to a fantasy football draft in Chicago, I assume, because everybody started freaking out. And um, he's like, yeah, yeah, it's me, Tariq Cohen. Like, he was annoyed that everybody knew him. And he's what? like, all right, he's like, he's like, all right, who drafted me? 
and some numb tits raises his hand, hey, I drafted you. And the kid didn't only draft him, he drafted him in the first round with his first pick. He drafted Tariq Cohen. And so Tariq Cohen gave him tickets to a game. And I'm just thinking, what inbred would draft Tariq Cohen in the first round? That's got to be staged. There's no (laughs) way that's not staged because no one in their right mind. I don't care if you're the biggest Bears fan. You're drafting you're drafting Montgomery in the first. You're not drafting Tariq Cohen in the first. <laughs> that I is, know. That is whack. That's mental. I think it's real, though. If it's real, then there's problems in this world. Everything on the internet is real. Oh, okay. Well, there's <laughs> issues of that statement. <laughs> um, yeah. So what do you what do you think about my episode of uh, of TJ TJ Beaton Dykstra? Obviously, anything's possible. I I think it's a fine prediction i don't think it'll happen though um you think dykstra bounces back and uh yeah i mean i think it could be close but i think i mean i think dykstra will just come back cmc will have a big week nick chubb will have a big week um they're gonna feed mccaffrey a crap ton against arizona yeah i mean i don't like having jarvis landry in his wide tuber wide receiver two spot um but agreed yeah i think he's gonna bounce back but ah josh jacobs is hurt too though uh yeah i was uh, talking probably gonna play but i was talking with uh a buddy of mine earlier today a source we what with the team (laughs) no no (laughs) this is this is just like how did the nfl get their scheduling so wrong like this thursday night game how did they think this was going to be yeah. a fun Thursday night game? The yeah. Monday night game? It's the Redskins versus the Bears. And they tried <laughs> selling it. They're like, Trubisky versus Keenum. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, they have got to be shooting themselves in the foot. Some idiot scheduled the worst <laughs> primetime games. I cannot believe it. But you want to see will... a bunch of players who can throw the ball really well within five yards. Monday night is your night. I know. I'm actually kind of pissed because I don't think I'm going to get this game. I don't have Sunday night t- uh, the Sunday ticket like you do. Um, but man, that Chiefs Ravens game. Oh, I'm so why excited. can't that be prime time? Like, why couldn't they flex it into prime time? I, Holy crap! Like financially, not good to get Sunday ticket. <laughs> no, but once you have it you don't go back. Like I'm not going back. <laughs> like yeah. I, I have to do it now. I can't, I can't not have it. Isn't that game <laughs> at the same time though, as the Hawks game? Ah, cause that sucks not. if it is. Yeah. Because even with Sunday ticket, like when the Seahawks are on, that's, that's what I'm watching. Yeah. Like that's one of the main reasons why you have it. Yeah. So you can watch those games. Yeah. Yeah. But that's going to be, I hope it doesn't disappoint. I hope that Mahomes and, Jackson just ball out and it's like 40 points a piece. Like let's uh, bring the house down. That'd be fantastic. I would love that. Oh man. I'm so excited. But other than that, dude, I think, uh, I think this is solid. We, uh, yeah. hopefully well, we can I don't get know into about a that, good groove but... here. Get this, uh, get this popped out this weekend so that people can hopefully listen before, before all the games are played. Unlike week one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how solid this went, but maybe like Vince Wilfork on a medicine ball, but, you know, solid enough for me. 
<laughs> Vince Wilfork on a medicine ball. Yeah, you like Man, it. Man, would I pay to see that? <laughs> Me Unless too. he's just like the only the only way that works is if he's just laying on one. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way he's standing on. Unless you've got like the world's largest medicine ball. If he could Holy wear God. those those overalls though, while trying to stand on the medicine ball, that would just be. Oh, I'll he's, take that over this Thursday night game for sure. Oh, I would too in a heartbeat. He's the kind of guy where I've you just always want him on your team. It sucks yeah. that he played for the Patriots all those years. Yeah. Because there's nothing better than cheering for those big fat hogs. I love uh, them. That's why I miss best. I miss Brandon Mebane. Oh, freaking belly roll. Belly roll. Oh. So gorgeous. We're like the opposite of most people where they like gawk over <laughs> hot people. Like, oh, man, The Rock is so muscular. We're like, dang, Vince Wilfork. Man, does he look good in, in overall. Fat guys are where it's at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad bod central. All right, dude. Thanks for joining me. Glad we could make this work. And uh, I'm excited for, for next week. Good luck in your matchup. You're facing good Laser luck dude. to you, too. Yeah. I I'm going to need everything I can against Laser Dude. Is that sarcasm? Are you just smack talking laser dude? <laughs> no, you were. not at all. <laughs> I'm, I can actually say that. I'm I'm gonna need a little bit of luck on my side to beat Zach Viss. I think he's a he's a machine right now. But, okay, calm down. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe it's like reverse psychology. I pump up my opponent so that I can win. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. Thanks, dude. We'll see you next time. See ya.